Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a Theme Park Podcast. I'm Tom, joining me as ever is Josh. Hello there. Hello there, Josh. How's it going? It's, it's been, a, been a wild last 40, 50 minutes or so. It has, it has. And it's not as if this is the wildest ride in the wilderness. We have merely been dealing with the very mundane problem of game streaming bugs i guess you could say now as a famous dinosaur man did once say all major thing part video game streams have delays however the one we had planned has seemingly been completely or has been completely scrapped because these issues we faced were were insurmountable and Josh, you were you were finding it tough out there. I, uh, part of me wondered if you were going to quit the podcast there and then in a fit of rage. I was tempted, Tom. I'm not going to lie. There was a part of me who was like, I don't need this in my life. What, what am I doing? Trying to play a stupid video game that doesn't want to give me audio again. Well, if you had immediately handed in your resignation from the Park Rush podcast, then of course I probably just would have like hired shamelessly pastor john and then like a week from now it would have been like that spongebob meme you would have been squidward looking out his bedroom window watching (laughs) spongebob and patrick run around having a fantastic time (laughs) the irony would be is that uh the game would have then given me audio probably yes the game of course being jurassic world evolution 2 which we talked about very briefly last week having played a little bit of on stream and our first little, uh, or by the time you hear this, I reckon two videos would have gone out on our YouTube channel from our first few hours with that game. Having a decent enough time with it and had planned to play another hour or so tonight and then review it on the podcast, having played more of it. But yeah, it hasn't happened. So we're putting that on the back burner for probably at least a few weeks uh, before, you know, Josh can get his head in the right in the right place and just be in the right mindset to give it another go. I think if it breaks again, that's it. Uh, Luck's run out. Have you played Um, enough of it to have lost your right to a refund is the question. No. Potentially it'll have been too long since I bought it, maybe. Oh, I see. I'm not too sure how it all works, to be fair. but No, I can never remember. Yeah, disappointment, disappointment. But something that has, I feel like, uh, cheered you up at least somewhat, and I think we should dive right into it, frankly, because you're feeling... You're feeling a bit better about life. Magic Kingdom is in Minecraft, Josh. Oh, sure is, baby. It sure is. You can experience all the fun of Magic Kingdom without actually having to go to Magic Kingdom and putting up with all the nonsense of Magic Kingdom, which is, as far as I can tell, is is kind of the the optimum way for you personally to experience Disney World at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, obviously on on the show... Uh, on the streams, we have played uh, another Frontier game that is a bad Disneyland experience. Hopefully, the Minecraft creators Mojang can show them what's what. Yes, what was that? Disneyland Adventures? Is that Land what Adventures. Talking? Yeah, it was Disney Connected Adventures or something, wasn't it, at first? It was a Connect game to begin with. It was a Connect game, yeah. And then it, that game had a weird history, and we frankly played way more of it than it deserved. But there was a point where I was. Planning to play the whole thing, and uh, I couldn't bring myself to do it. 
No, there are some embarrassingly long YouTube archives somewhere. In fact, the reason we set up a new Park Crush channel is just to try and forget <laughs> that Josh played Disneyland Adventures for about That's three it. hours in one sitting. But I'll, I'll never forget. But yeah, Josh, I mean, you're the Minecraft aficionado here. What, what's going on with this Magic Kingdom thing? I mean, I saw a bit of the trailer and that was enough for me to get pretty excited. But what have we got here? I... How, how does it work? When can we play it? It's astounding, this. As far as I can tell, it's literally just the theme park and it has all the different attractions maybe not all of them but you can like go on the jungle cruise and on haunted mansion and there's roller coasters and stuff like space mountain and big thunder and and like it's not like you're just rowing on your own boat down the rivers of you know of the jungle cruise there is a big uh jungle cruise boat that can take passengers and there's a driver uh, a skipper, sorry. So it's astounding. There's 25 character skins in this. You can meet 25 Disney and Pixar characters uh, and collect their signatures in a virtual <gasps> autograph book. Oh, boy. Uh, the Dapper Dans are in it. Oh, boy. Uh, there's souvenirs and wearable, wearable, wearables like spirit jerseys and Mickey Mouse headbands. Um, and like you say, I mean, when you said this to me and before I'd clicked into it and had a look for myself, I fully expect I could kind of envisage in my head what I thought it would be, which was like maybe it would have been the whole park, to be fair. But that would have been it. And it would have all almost been like set dressing. Right. And you could just sort of walk around. Yeah. You would probably do a couple of laps and be like, oh, wow, isn't it amazing that they built this? And then that would probably be enough, frankly. But yeah, they have seemingly, and as you say, I don't know if they've built every ride, but a pretty decent lineup of the rides you can actually go into and experience pretty much in full. So yeah, there's Thunder Mountain and Space Mountain and Jungle Cruise, as you said. It's a small world, Space Ranger Spin. And on some of the, well, on Space Ranger Spin is a specific example, obviously that being an interactive ride, you can also play along inside Minecraft and compete for high scores. It's kind of crazy in depth, more so than I expected. And I guess it's uh, representative of Disney's approach to games these days, which is, well, they got out of making games themselves and had a few years there where mm. you felt like there was a lot of Disney IP that would make pretty cool video games potentially that that was kind of just being sat on because Disney weren't doing anything with it themselves. And now they've They've changed their approach and they've been going out signing deals with individual publishers and developers. So that's how you've ended up with completely different studios making certain Marvel games and certain Star Wars games. And in the case of this, just, you know, building a Disney park inside Minecraft. It's super cool. 20 different iconic Disney parks, food and drinks, including a Dole Whip and hot chocolate. Wookie cookie. They're Oh, no, I guess they don't uh, no, have Wookiee cookies at the Magic Kingdom, do they? No, no word on a Wookiee cookie. I'm, I'm hoping for a Mickey Premium bar, but we'll have to wait and see. And also, at the end of the day, uh, you can visit a spectacular fireworks show at the Cinderella Castle. <laughs> well, if I'm going to be true to what is the the standard Disney experience for me, I will make it all the way to the end of the day, and then just as the fireworks are about to start, I'll get impatient by the crowds and just storm out. That's... <laughs> That's how it goes. Well, that's the thing, Tom. We could have a. We're going to have an exclusive visit oh. now. If people want to try this for themselves, it's not quite as simple. I, and correct me if I'm wrong, as just booting up Minecraft on whichever platform you might have it. Now, Minecraft is. I mean, there is some version of Minecraft available on pretty much anything that can play a video game. The Switch version, for example, is incredibly 
popular that's probably the most popular version other than you know the pc stroke xbox version i would imagine but i mm. but that edition won't will that play this this has to be the minecraft bedrock edition what is, remind me what that is and why you can get that and i so i believe that every device that has minecraft is running the bedrock edition unless you have the pc only java edition what about yeah. so, um so the xbox version the windows store version uh the mobile versions ios android uh switch and playstation i believe are all bedrock edition oh, i was i was going to ask about because bedrock edition am i right in thinking that's kind of that kind of unified minecraft right that's when they brought cross-play and a cheat yeah. and all that kind of stuff i remember the first time i played because when i first got minecraft on switch it was a dedicated nintendo switch edition much as you had like minecraft xbox 360 and xbox one edition back in the day and then it all got unified and i remember that first time getting an xbox achievement on the switch and it was properly bizarre but i i thought initially at least they didn't sony didn't let them put it on playstation have has that since changed can you now get this on PS4, PS5. Uh, that is, I'm just looking at it now. Yes, you've got Windows, Android, iOS, iPad OS, Fire, which is uh, the uh, Amazon platform, Xbox 360, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and then it's. I think the Xbox Series X and PS5 version is a back compat version of. So you'd be playing the Xbox One or the PS4 version, but yeah, it's Bedrock. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, I think you said Xbox 360 in that list. I think you meant Xbox One. Yes. Sorry. Xbox One. Yeah, so there you go. It turns out that pretty much anything you can play Minecraft on, you can play this Disney World expansion on, and uh, it costs a certain a number of Minecraft bucks. Yes. we have been trying so to work costs... out the currency exchange, but it doesn't come up when I go on Google Currency Convert. No. Uh, so the cheapest card I can see, uh, you know, you can buy in-game currency... Uh, it's seventeen hundred mine coins, and that costs eight pound thirty nine on Amazon. And how much is Magic Kingdom? Fourteen hundred points. Oh, okay. So it's it's probably about six pound something, I guess, is what this is going to end up yeah. being. That sounds okay. I yeah. mean, this looks pretty extensive to me. Yeah, I don't know if I've got. I don't think I've got Minecraft on my PC. Otherwise, I can just look it up. Oh, I do. Let's see if I'm logged in. Oh, okay. Well, while you do that, well, one thing I will say just on the topic of uh, you know disney and video games as i mentioned earlier i do believe that uh, i've done some reading on this and a kind of realization that disney had last year when everyone was forced to stay at home was that damn maybe we should still be involved in video games because it's a pretty reliable revenue stream at basically all times of year no matter what is going on in the world because yeah lockdowns meant that people couldn't go to the theme parks obviously they couldn't go to the cinema and a huge majority of Disney's income streams were completely killed off. So they were entire, They were lucky, very lucky, that they had just launched Disney+. Plus. Imagine if they hadn't even had that. But one thing they didn't yeah. have really were video games. They famously killed off Disney Infinity getting on for seven, eight years ago. And then they went a good number of years without really being in the video game space at all in a particularly big way other than licensing a few so-so Star Wars games from EA. But the last few years, they've been more aggressively partnering up with studios for a lot of Marvel stuff, but we're also seeing now a lot more Star Wars stuff. And yeah, I think if they could branch out and do slightly, I, I think it's fair to say, slightly sort of quirkier, 
unlikely, uh, unexpected stuff like this, I think that would be super cool. And I guess if this does well and people like it and respond well, I would absolutely love to see them do Hollywood Studios and the rest of the Walt Disney World parks in Minecraft. That would be very cool. That would be very cool. I guess it's, you know, the current things going on in the video game industry, it's kind of safer to not throw your hat in with one company. But to, oh, yeah, uh, definitely. So I have booted up Minecraft and there is a marketplace button and that marketplace button has been Disney Magic kingdom aside. Oh, the Cinderella Castle is there on the right. Mickey's on the left waving to you and laughing. And if you hover over the button, it switches to nighttime and Mickey turns around to look at Cinderella Castle where the fireworks are going off. Ah, oh, beautiful, beautiful. Can you get Genie that, Plus in this version of Disney? Uh, is, it, <laughs> is this the pure Disney experience? There's no wait times, no Genie Plus. <laughs> this is Disney as Walt himself intended it before all the grubby CEOs and yes. suits got their hands on uh, it. The the uh, the Cinderella Castle has been done up with its 50th anniversary colours, though, so it is in the uh, darker blue uh, and the gold trim. So uh, yes. one thing I don't know Minecraft well enough to know you i'm sure do could could you go in and edit this and and have your own sort of local version of disney world that you have played around with like could you knock down half of the the, could you knock down the castle and rebuild it to look like a birthday cake and that be your version of this could you could you do that could you build Uh, something else in magic kingdom could you finish tron finally I wonder if Tron, uh, Tron's not going to be in this, You is do it? it for the them. The train's going to be fixed. Achievement and... unlocked. You finished the Tron light cycle. <laughs> uh, I No, that is not... Because uh, this is what they call an, uh, an adventure, a Minecraft adventure. Um, right. So it is a I guess that complete was, experience that, was that part you cannot of the agreement. fiddle with. Disney don't want people yeah. building penis-shaped skyscrapers on Main Street. Not, not, not massively. Uh, so here you go. So here's here's your options as to how to purchase this game. Uh, if you have thirteen hundred and forty points, mine, ba- uh, mine coins, you can just buy it that way. The cheapest, the the biggest amount of coins that you can buy straight through the Minecraft marketplace is sixteen hundred plus one hundred twenty coins, which is eight pounds thirty nine. Or, and I don't under, I still don't quite get this. You can pay six pounds sixty nine to get just the Magic Kingdom adventure, but it still gives you 30 extra coins. Right. So Do 30 coins can, go very far on the Minecraft marketplace? Not as far as I'm aware, but it's like... Uh. So you so obviously this costs 13.40. You cannot exactly buy 13.40 mine coins, and it won't allow you to do that in any way. But it will allow you to actually buy 13.70 and automatically put them straight towards this uh, is, experience that is quite strange i mean hearing yeah. you describe i mean it wouldn't be disney because that convoluted explanation of how you can buy this thing was very very much reminiscent of your convoluted explanation as to how you can buy genie plus from a few weeks ago uh, I, half, I half expected yeah. you to be like so there are four tiers of the minecraft magic kingdom experience i'm just trying to see if there's anything worth 30p 
30 coins on here. There are not. <laughs> well, you know, I can deal with it. I can deal with having 30 meaningless Minecraft coins if it means I can sort of get this expansion at the cheapest possible price. It looks very, very cool. I'm looking I'm looking forward to checking it out. It was yeah, it was it was a nice surprise to uh, come across this announcement while we were sort of desperately trying to put a podcast together having expected to be talking about Jurassic World today. So, this was a very yeah. nice pick-me-up and I think we will definitely stream some of this on the Park Rush channel at some point in the uh, in the not too distant future, for sure. For sure. Um, I've just bought it. There you go. Done. I Live assume you can run around here, run around this place in Minecraft skins that you might already own, right? So I could run around here looking like Master Chief or Chewbacca. Uh, in theory, I guess. Um, Are there any like yeah. wildly inappropriate skins that you could wear to Disney? Like, could I go as... I'm trying to like Jason or someone from Friday the Thirteenth. I Jason sounds like someone uh, that that would have a Minecraft skin. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I don't know if there's any. They're not particularly scary. I wouldn't say in uh, Minecraft. Right. Uh, no, I know. But just the just the idea of a video game that can accommodate someone going to Disney World dressed as Jason is very, 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 very amusing. Dress up as a creeper. Okay. Sure. Uh, that's pretty scary or a, or a skeleton maybe or a or a zombie all right well that is out now on like we say anywhere that you can play minecraft you can play the magic kingdom adventure and we'll be checking that out so maybe if you're on the fence for whatever reason i must say it does look very cool i'm not sure you need our endorsement but uh yeah like i say we'll stream some at some point soon and um if you can watch that that would be good. If not, we will uh, yeah stick up some highlights on the YouTube channel is uh, what we're aiming for. Uh, in other Thing Park video game related news, something we talked about maybe a month or two ago is that Ubisoft had signed a deal with Storyland Studios. And now we've got a little bit more information about what that deal is going to lead to, at least initially, uh, via the uh, Thing Park industry news site Blue Loop. They have announced the development of the first ever Ubisoft Entertainment Center, uh, which will be located on France's Mediterranean coast and is uh, due to open or, or targeting an opening date in 2025. It's a multi-brand themed entertainment experience and it will be the first of a planned series of venues where visitors can immerse themselves in interactive worlds from Ubisoft's iconic games franchises there you go what what kind of games do you want to see represented here and how rayman rayman yeah that sounds good i don't know how that would work uh, exactly. just dance just dance seems like a given yeah rabbits i mean i guess uh, their biggest franchises are assassin's creed and far cry probably what what are they so they're both games that involve climbing towers they're both games that involve maps that have too much shit all over them uh, they're both games that have been frankly going on for far too long and have become very derivative and unimaginative and are full of bugs and glitches and overpriced in-game purchases. So to be honest, they sound more suited oh, yeah. to Disneyland. Oh, zing. Zing. Armored Fist 3. That's what. I, that's a game that I want in the theme park. Beyond Good and Evil. It's, a, uh, it's, a photog it's got photography in it that works in a theme park type environment. There are some options here. I mean, there's not really a huge precedent. The crew too. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, before, before, Nintendo, before Nintendo at Universal Japan, there wasn't really much precedent for video game stuff at theme parks. So 
that maybe has opened the floodgate in some way or at least given other uh, game companies the confidence to partner up with theme park or you know themed entertainment companies to uh, to bring some of their franchises and characters yes. to life I think the ones, you know, I think the ones you mentioned at the top are genuinely oh. the most likely candidates, right? So Just Dance, yeah. Rabbids, Rayman, and then I think Assassin's Creed and Far Cry are indeed their biggest franchises. Would maybe take a little bit more work just because they don't, they're not particularly family friendly. I mean, I guess what, one thing about modern Assassin's Creed that I, I don't really engage with it, but on paper, I think sounds interesting and you know, fair play to them for doing it. Are, are those like historical exploration modes that you can load up into where you don't really play Assassin's Creed. You just sort of walk around the game world and oh, yeah. sort of get educated about the different historical landmarks and characters that you come across. It's almost like doing a museum tour, like an audio guided museum tour. Maybe they could draw inspiration from that for an Assassin's Creed mm. themed experience and, and kind of make it somewhat educational rather than a murder simulator. Here's, here's one for you, Tom. Instead of Assassin's Creed, Prince of Persia. Oh, I like Prince of Persia. Or I liked Prince of Persia before it got all kind of heavy metal and weird. Remember that Zombie U game? Zombie U, yeah. That was actually quite good. Zombie U which was obviously named in that stupid way purely because it was on the Wii U, uh, did then get ported to other systems where it was just called Zombie. Without, oh, really? Without okay. the U, but still without the E also. So it was just Zombie with an mm. I. Here's, so. here's another one for you. How about Wall Street Tycoon? That's got to be good for a theme park. Yeah, maybe. Yep. Bob Chapek's already but playing that. <laughs> Back to the, through the annals of time to uh, the 90s for... Uh, niche ubisoft titles uh, all-star tennis 99 well i mean they are making an avatar game aren't they uh, maybe maybe avatar rather than come oh. to disneyland paris could come to this french theme park instead we oui, we oui. ditto yeah. star wars in fact they are also doing a star wars game so there you go indiana jones and the last crusade the action game did that did ubisoft make that uh, apparently so yeah oh wow okay well I mean, this is a theme park podcast, not a video game podcast. However, one more bit of video game news that is related to theme parks. A bunch of old Xbox games got made available on the current Xboxes this week. And among them were Thrillville, the original theme park game from LucasArts, I think, which came out on PC and also on the original Xbox. That is now playable on all the modern Xboxes. And so is the sequel, Thrillville Off the Rails, which was an Xbox 360 game as well as coming to PC. That is now playable sure. too on the current Xboxes. We played one of the Thrillvilles on PC on 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 the site a year or two ago and, and did a podcast episode about it and i can't remember which one it was we uh well, I thrillville will, I, I will check these the I, I will check these out was it off the rails didn't we play both i don't think we did play both because i'm not sure one of them was like an xbox only wasn't it I, I don't know maybe yeah maybe the first game didn't come to pc or something like that anyway i mean they're both yeah. available now and i'm i'm gonna be a sucker and pick those up and and check those out so yeah it's been a good year well good year has it been a good year in terms of quality i don't know it's been a good year in terms of the availability however of theme park video games that that is undeniable so uh, lots of stuff for us to check out over the next few weeks okay well for the rest of the show there is no video game adjacent news whatsoever 
Uh, we cross now to Tokyo Disney, uh, Disney Sea specifically, uh, where we've got a, a kind of update slash new look at their big Fantasy Springs expansion. Uh, Josh, you flagged this to me. What what's going on here? What can we see in this update? You know, they are going vertical, which is you know you you'll have to see it. It's going to be done by the time Tron's done, I think. Obviously, it used to be a parking lot back in June 2019. But now you can sort of start making out parts of the land that you can kind of see in the artwork. Like you've got like um, domes and uh, roundel, roundels, are they called roundels? Like on top of columns on the castle and that sort of thing. You can start sort of making those features out, which is cool to see. The ship from so Peter Pan as well, you can see, I believe. Because it's, what is it's it, got, Peter Pan? Is it Peter Pan, uh, Moana? Frozen. And... Frozen. It's Frozen, right? Peter Pan, Moana, and Frozen, is it? Those three. Is it, is it, uh... No, it's Tangled, not Moana. It's it's yeah. It's Tangled, so Frozen, so. and Peter Pan are the three franchises that are uh, forming the basis of this new uh, land at Tokyo Disney Sea. 140 square meters of land and a new hotel. 140,000 just... square meters, Josh. Sorry, yes. Uh, what did I say? 140. 140. <laughs> Didn't even get the shift. It's a bit yeah. cramped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so 2023 is the opening time for that. It's going to beat Tron. It's going to beat the London Resort. Will it beat Epic, Epic Universe? Epic That's Universe. The question. I think so. I think so. I guess it will do, right? Yeah. It's 2024. It looks good. I mean, you're obviously, you've obviously got the, the, the dream, I guess, of going to Japan next year, potentially. But this looks big enough to warrant uh, another visit. If if you end up going next year, you'll, you'll probably want to go back in a few years later yeah right that's that's the worrying thing yeah do you just save the trip till 2023 mm. it's a slippery slope then you're just constantly waiting yeah. for the next big thing i think sometimes you but just need to take the plunge the oh. but i mean 2023 is that is that also what they're targeting for the donkey kong expansion at nintendo or is that 2024 i can't remember now we spoke about it a few weeks ago that might have been 2024 actually yeah yeah, so that make that a very good year to go. Well, maybe you go in 2022 and then you go again in 2024. Maybe you do that. Maybe. I've just mapped out the next few years of your life. Yeah. Start budgeting. There are, uh, yeah, but there are videos of this. Uh, there are, you know, dr drone footage of, of the progress that they're making on Fantasy Springs, which you can watch on the Tokyo Disney YouTube channel. And as we said, you can start to make out some of the structures quite clearly, including the uh, pirate ship from Peter Pan. So... Uh, worth checking out, I would say. It's a uh, reason to be excited. It's uh, pretty mad, you know, um, how that used to be a car park and now it's a, yeah. such, a, such a sight. It's cool, isn't it? So in Tokyo Disney, car parks become theme parks. And in North Kent, land meant for theme parks probably ends up becoming car park. Yeah, yeah. Truck park, right? Brexit. Oh, yeah, of course. Truck park, yeah. Um, in other Disney developments... Toontown is going to get a bit of TLC at Disneyland. So, of course, they're currently, speaking to 2023, they're currently working on a version of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland, targeting 2023. And Josh Tomorrow has said that as part of that, they will also be reimagining the whole of Mickey's Toontown. And he made this announcement at wow. IAPA, which is this sort of theme park trade event that happens in Orlando. A few other bits from there that yeah, we'll get to. There's but... a few IAPAs around the world. There's three of them. There's a one in Florida, the, which is a US one, and there's yeah. one in Europe every year, and there's one in 
uh, Asia as well. So this obviously was at the Florida one. And I guess, yeah. you know, some might have expected him to save this kind of an announcement for uh, the dedicated Disney event that's going on over the weekend. But we'll get to what's announced there next week. Uh, but no, he he, yeah. he threw a bone to IAPA, I guess, as as Universal and some of their rivals would have been there. So maybe they, they wanted to preempt perhaps any announcements that they, that they made. Uh, and they got out there and... and and announced Toontown, uh, or a reimagining for Toontown. Do you have any great desire to get back to the California parks? Uh, it doesn't really come up in conversation between us all that much. Obviously, you want to do Japan. I think you probably will get back to Florida at some point in your life. But any particular desire to go back to California? Because you have been before. I would be going. For, I I want to go because I've never been. See, so. Uh, yeah, I want to try the Guardians ride. If it's to go anywhere, it will be Paris. Yeah, that yeah. Might, maybe that would make some sense. I don't think they'd get away with it at Disney World. It's too beloved, and also they've got a Guardians ride at Epcot, and I think the theming of the version as well in Japan is so sort of bespoke to that park and fits in yeah. so well with the character of the park that yeah, you couldn't get away with it there either. So yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you'd have it's to Paris or bust. redesign. You'd have to completely redesign the uh, show for the Florida one as well because obviously it's a different uh ride structure yeah and of course so. josh you know they got that movie that they're working on yeah which i presume scar joe is fully back on board with come on yeah i, I, I think right yeah i think she's fully kiss and made up she was she was honored with some sort of glitzy hollywood award last night and there was a show like a gala dedicated to her and this award and Kevin Feige was there and gave a speech and revealed that she was working on a top secret Marvel project as a as a producer. I should stress, not as not as a, a star. Yes. So yeah, it would seem as though they have fully kissed and made up, or if not kissed, uh, money has been exchanged and they have agreed to work together again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then isn't uh, the it's been written by the Toy Story Four director, I believe. What Tower of Terror. Yeah. I, I keep meaning uh, to rewatch Toy Story 4 because I saw it in not ideal circumstances and didn't enjoy it. And I wonder if I see it in more in a more optimum way, whether or not I've, I find more enjoyment in it or, or, or perhaps not. Maybe maybe it's just not for me. I, I think there's a lot of nostalgia for that film for me um, just because of the timing of it. But if you search Tower Terror movie, what comes up is Scarlett Johansson confirms marvel return with top secret project so people using that tara tara seo for other things <laughs> yeah seems that way and also weirdly in here bill gates warns of smallpox terror attacks Ah, oh. it's just uh cheers yeah. bill thanks bing news yeah thanks bing news and also cheers bill for lightening the mood can't we just get o can't we just start to try and get over covid first bill i mean come on <laughs> anyway he's, he's got to have something to uh get involved with, hasn't he yeah, why can't you just focus on, you know, just focus on your Halo battle pass? You know, that's the most important thing right now. Anyone with association to Microsoft, that's all you need to focus on right now. Get your KD yeah. up on Halo. Exactly. You know, new the new patch has come in so you can earn XP quicker. Just get at it. Oh, there was another another little bit from my Apple which I liked, which was uh, <laughs> a senior uh, creative guy at Universal Creative. Uh, he was part of a Q&A with, with some other... Universal Legends, not Disney Legends, Universal Legends, 
Uh, the panel was ostensibly about the amazing adventures of Spider-Man, which is obviously a, a hugely celebrated, beloved, iconic theme park ride, set all sorts of benchmarks. And so there was event, an event dedicated to that. Uh, but they, as I say, they did a Q&A and they were asked what their biggest mistake was. And Thierry Coop, who is the senior VP and uh, chief creative officer, uh, he admitted uh, that his biggest mistake was basically allowing the Fast and the Furious supercharged to be built. Now, he did caveat it. He said it's a good attraction, but it's not what it should be. I'm not sure about that, but I think he let the mask slip in the first place. Yeah. Uh, it's funny to me that seemingly everyone is is aware deep down that that ride is not very good. No, it, it was just yeah. down for refurb. Um, it doesn't seem like they did anything major. But the thing is, it works in Hollywood because it's uh, part of the tram tour. Uh, it doesn't work here because it's garbage. I think the thing, Josh, really is that it's not so much the ride itself that's bad. Like I think the potential is there for it to be good. I think the thing that holds it back ultimately is, is just the scenes with the rock. Doesn't, are, you know, he's the just not are got, bad. He's not got the acting chops needed to carry that kind of ride. You know, Vin. Yeah, we, Vin, on the other hand, Vin is Diesel. top. Vin yeah. is top, but but Dwayne we Johnson just can't can't hack it as, flat, a, as an action star. Very sorry. flat. Very flat is uh, The Rock. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's been, uh, like he's been, uh, you know, yeah. wound down by time and sand and waves. and Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's hard to compete because Vin Diesel has such presence on that ride. I mean, at one point he is literally nine foot tall. Mm. <laughs> um, but uh, while you say that, I do think that, you know, a lot of the time, the rock is taken for granite and uh, it's a shame. Yes, it sure is. Uh, <laughs> if people aren't aware, yeah, there's this hilarious feud between Vin Diesel and the rock that seems to... Well, people are aware there's a feud. I just find it hilarious that it has seemingly been sparked by the fact that Vin Diesel... Or Vin Diesel's excuse slash explanation, at least, for the feud is that he doesn't think Dwayne Johnson's acting is up to much and had annoyed him by trying to get a better performance out of him. This this yes. is Vin Diesel, by the way, whose best performance is as a tree who can only say three words. Uh, He's pretty good in Boiler Room. I guess. I mean, people like Riddick, right? Like, unironically, I think people like Riddick. Uh, I've, yeah, I've never so. seen it, but... It's been a while since I've seen it. Um mm. But yeah, it's not uh, it's not up there. I don't think I don't think he's very good in that either. Um, I like Boiler Room personally. Um, I think it's a good film. I don't think he's not bad in that either. But he's playing a douchebag in that. So you know. In all seriousness, I mean, whether or not they get rid of Supercharged itself, they do need to come up with a way of having a a cool Fast and the Furious attraction in the park somewhere because. That is their biggest blockbuster as a as a studio, uh, their biggest money maker. There are still more movies to come, <laughs> so it would seem mad not to have it somewhere in the park, represented, make it work uh, somehow. Yeah, I mean, that 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 whole series is perfectly designed in some ways for really cool theme park rides and really cool video games, and somehow they have completely failed on both counts in spectacular fashion both the theme park experience and the video game experience of the fast and the furious are absolutely woeful you know uh what might have been a good roller coaster ride for fast and furious shoot velocicoaster 
Yeah, that could have worked. I mean, at this point, right, just put some uh, put some tracks that are renowned for their presence on the Fast and the Furious set lists and put those on Supercharged and maybe replace, maybe make Supercharged, not Supercharged, um, that's the ride that's already, that is the Fast and Furious um, ride. Uh, Rip Ride Rocket is what Rip I Rip mean. Ride Rocket. Yeah, Rip Ride Rocket. There you go. Maybe make that a Fast and the Furious ride. Redo the pre-show, yeah, get them to right. do some stuff and just yeah. ham it up to the extreme. I did have one final slice of news, Josh, which frankly is only here because I thought you'd like it and would want to just oh. sort of gush over it. America's Formula oh. One track is getting a new theme park oh. with a with a with a world first roller coaster next year. Did you know about this? Well, Tom, if you hadn't brought it up, I was planning to. Oh, I'm sorry, I stole your thunder. Go for it. Go for it. It's, gush. It's good. Gush uh, to high hell. So uh, yeah, so this is this was news to me. Secondly, America's, uh, also known as COTA, hosts the, uh, in Austin, Texas, hosts the Formula One every year, the US Grand Prix, uh, and they are opening a new theme park, amusement park called COTA Land. There is already a COTA Land that's been open for a, uh, for a year now, uh, which features, you know, kids' rides, a Ferris wheel, children's roller coaster, carousel, so, you know, right up your street, Tom. I was going to say, frankly, Josh, uh, if I was going to go to a Kota land, in my view, it would be a theme park entirely based on KOTOR, the Star Wars game, Knights of the Old Republic. Disney should do that as another gate at uh, Disney World. Kota land, yeah. <laughs> Kota land, just saying. But not only that, uh, and now all of a sudden a dog is barking outside and there's fireworks going off. I don't know if you can hear that. I can't, uh, no. Sorry, folks at home. Going to have a new... Uh, Attraction, which is a shuttle roller coaster that will feature a 95-foot vertical lift and two upside-down inversions. Uh, and this is really bizarre because it's like... I don't know if you've seen the video of this, Tom, but it goes... It's like a out-and-back roller coaster, but there's a, um, a turntable on it as well. So you go out, you know, you go up the, up the vertical uh, lift, you got drop down, you do the inversions... And then you go up like a needle at the end, um, and then you return backwards through that same uh, track that you just went forwards on, and then you come to a stop on a turntable, and it turns and it pushes you off back into the station before turning back for the next train to come down the track. It's really kind of interesting. Yeah, I'm just watching it now, and I'm <laughs> I must admit when you said turntable, my first thought was. Wait, wait, hang on, what? You mean like you can spin the car like you can on teacups? <laughs> no. That unfortunately not. is not the case. Maybe one day it will be on a roller coaster, but for now, no. But no, yeah, this no. does look somewhat unique and interesting. And uh, yeah, if it, wasn't, if it wasn't even remotely linked to F1, maybe I'll be all on board. Well, it's a whole theme park time, mate. You know, maybe we go for a weekend... Uh, we go to a theme park and then, you know, Abby and Paul and that come along as well. And we, then we go watch the Formula One and you can play Breath of the Wild too. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure it'll be out by then, Josh. <laughs> Just, you know, making up plans. It's the Tron cycle coaster of video games. It's never actually yeah, going to come out. But this isn't the first time a, uh, a roller coaster has been next to a uh, racetrack. The Nürburgring Grand Prix circuit in Germany, kind of famous for being on Top Gear and that sort of thing, as uh, 
in the wider world, it's obviously infamous in racing full stop, uh, has previously had a launch coaster um, and I don't think it runs anymore. I think it, they might have taken it out, but it had it for a while. Um, oh, and don't forget so. as well, of course, that uh, right next to Space Mountain is the Tomorrowland Speedway. Yes, of course. Uh, and next to that new uh, Tron ride, I guess. Yes, that's true. So that will be yep. the new gold standard for racetracks with roller coasters nearby. They both smell the same. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, Josh, I mean, I, I hope this has been a, a good tonic for yourself. You know, that Jurassic World 2 technical issue was a yes. real doozy. And, and so to have a podcast that combines so many of your great loves, we've had Disney World meets Minecraft, we've had roller coasters meets F1. I, I hope you're feeling a lot better about yourself and about I, your I career am. here in the theme park media industry. Yes. Um, and as part of my career here, I just have one last thing to bring up, Tom. Oh, no. Here it comes. He's leaving. He's quitting. Uh, I've enjoyed my time here, but have you seen the Star Wars Galaxy Star Cruiser characters? No, I haven't. Don't tell me you've left the Park Crush podcast to be a Galactic Star Cruiser character. I have. Um, Who are you going to be playing? It, so uh, I saw the money, so I've left and I'm going to become a Star Cruise captain. I'm going to be I'm going to be playing a blue lady, Captain Keevan. She is uh, a charismatic, respected, and trustworthy. She's a strong and de- decisive leader, enduring herself to both her crew and her passengers by fair to all and cool under pressure. Uh, it's a skill she's learnt from her adventurous history. There's a uh, yeah. There's some there's some droids here. The droids look cool. This is all concept art. Actually, I, I kind of like these uniforms. I think they're they're cool uniforms. Um, until you get to the first order guy and he just looks like a Nazi. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah, well, the usual first order stuff. Yeah, rather scarily as well on, on the topic of Galactic Star Cruiser, Bob Chapek has said this week, Bob Chapek, by the way, who won't be attending uh, Destination D23. Uh, well, look, he's got more important things to do, like diving into his uh, pool of money, Scrooge McDuck style. I guess so, yeah. I mean, take from that what you will. There's been some speculation that because, of course, these kinds of events are ones that are kind of solely focused on by the super fans and attended by the super fans, maybe he wouldn't have got the best reception and so he'd rather just kind of ignore ignore the whole thing and not go. Maybe that's something to do with it. But he has said this week that uh, he sees or he potentially sees Galactic Star Cruiser as kind of the model for the next generation of Disney Hotel. I mean, I don't I don't think necessarily that you'd want every future Disney Hotel to be based on this particular this particular concept, but you I know. think he's talking about it financially rather than thematically. No, I'm not saying every hotel is Star Wars. I'm saying every hotel is kind of designed to be this immersive experience which also happens to cost thousands of dollars a night. What is the next fake cruise? For Disney, do you reckon? Uh, well, you, the the obvious candidate, I suppose, would be a Marvel thing, right? But yeah, if you were going to cruise do to nowhere, cruise to nowhere, that is a that is a very good idea. Actually, you should get on the blower Thanks. to Mister Chapek. Yeah, the voyage to Arendelle. This all sounds marvelous. Every night is karaoke night on the voyage to Arendelle. Yes, uh, get on the grog and uh, yeah. I mean. 
we can I could probably sit here for days and come up with uh, different ideas. No, I think to be honest, ending you, on the thought of you doing uh, nightly karaoke is probably a good place to end. And and with that, we shall leave you listeners with that thought in your heads too. Until next time on the Park Crush podcast, we'll be back hopefully with lots of news to discuss in the meantime you can get in touch with the show podcast at parkrush.com or at parkrush podcast on twitter if the podcast itself simply isn't enough then do follow us on twitch twitch.tv slash parkrush that is where we have streamed in the past week jurassic world evolution 2 that is also where we shall stream some of this magic kingdom adventure on minecraft where i will stream some thrillville on the xbox uh, so keep an eye out there too and of course uh, the youtube channel is where we not only put up some sort of highlights reels if you like from our various streams but it's also of course where josh's incredible and increasingly incredible 2011 florida vlog series is finding itself each week the latest episode if you haven't seen it we he finally gets to florida it's very exciting it's the best episode to date for sure yeah. and there's <laughs> there's a lot more to come especially I when think it the comes next episode might be my favorite well if you particularly there's actual florida things going on yeah there is isn't there yeah i think i know what you're talking about actually so i'm looking forward to seeing that for myself again we'll have to record another block of episodes soon actually it's come around yes. it's come around quick such as the quality of the show you know the time just flies by but if you particularly mm. enjoy josh's awkwardly recorded mirror selfie musings then there's uh there's definitely more of that to come too so do check that out on the youtube channel that's park rush as well uh, as for the podcast itself of course you can find us on your preferred podcasting app or at parkrush.com josh have you got anything you'd like to say to listeners or shall we get out of here skedaddle uh Say goodbye. Sign Make like a tree and scram. All right. See you later. Goodbye.